Hello everybody, I hope everyone and their pets are well and good after this recent cold spell. This is the Rocker Dog Podcast, the only show on earth talking to musicians about their canine companions. I'm your host Tim Dill, along with my canine colleague Charlie, and today we're excited to bring you our little talk with three-time Grammy-nominated engineer and producer Sarah Tudson, who will hopefully soon be Grammy-winning engineer and producer Sarah Tudson for her work on Boy Genius's LP, The Record. Sarah is also the artist behind Illuminati Hotties, and this is her ageless rocker dog. Um, so the dogs we're talking about is my dog, Maybe, who um, I adopted like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I sort of saw, I've always wanted my own dog and I sort of saw the opportunity of like touring kind of going away as a good chance to like get a dog adjusted to a lifestyle living with me. And so, yeah, Maybe's like a little brown kind of like pity mix, but she's She's like beagle size, you know, she's tiny. So she's just a, a little tank. And then um, my partner's dog, Zeus, who um, I've had in my life now for a few years, but who has been in my partner's life for almost nine years, I guess. Wow. So he's he's an older guy and he's a big German shepherd mix, kind of tall and lanky, 40 dog. So it- those are the two. <laughs> Was that a, an easy thing to introduce those two? Did they hit it off right away or did it take a little acclamation to go on? It took a little time for sure. We we were really careful about it. And at the time that I got maybe our relationship was pretty new. So, you know, I wasn't really getting a dog with consideration of like introducing it to another dog, but we were hanging out, you know, frequently. So we we did a really sort of slow intro process. And now... They're definitely in the same pack. So, <laughs> are they pals? Do they like cuddle up with one another, sleeping? I mean, they're they not that cuddly. <laughs> they're not cuddly, but they are. Uh, they play a lot. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And how old? How old is maybe? You know, <laughs> I thought she was like four or five, and I'm thinking she might be older than I thought she was, just based on like a couple vet visits. So. I, we've been calling her the orphan lately, which is, you know, there's a horror movie where they adopt a a kid, but then it turns out that it's like a 30 year old lady. Um, She is ageless. Okay. And uh, before I ask you about the name, I I had a quote from you. It says, I've been saying maybe I'll get a dog for a jillion years. So I finally got one. Is her name based on, because you've always maybe going to get a dog? Yeah, that. And also there's a character in Arrested Development that is called maybe and I thought it was such a cute name and also yeah it was sort of like I had been saying maybe I'll get a dog one day and the timing was never really right with with work and touring and um, roommates and you know sort of all the factors that go into consideration did you grow up with dogs I did I had a dog pretty much like I think I got her when I was probably like seven or eight. And then she lived till I was in college, actually till after I graduated college. So we had a dog and a cat growing up and she was a little, she was a tiny little fluffy dog. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what kind of what breed it was? I think she was like a poodle or Maltese kind of thing. Like, yeah, we like had a dog. We adopted a dog for a second from the, like kind of like a sketchy pet store and it was like a big lab mix and she was very, very skittish and 
that was when me and my sister were very young and she ended up kind of like snapping at my sister and that was sort of like my mom was like all right we gotta figure something else out so she, we ended up rehoming her with this woman who um lived lived like a bit north of la and had a big ranch property and wanted a dog for the ranch and i think that she probably had a better life out. i was gonna say it sounds um, it sounds perfect yeah i mean she was a big dog who needed to be needed a lot of outside space and probably no kids around um and then we got a much smaller dog the second time around yeah. much more manageable <laughs> yeah exactly so lately I've been going through this thing of rocker dog credentials, like marrying the you as a musician to your, your dog's personality. And so I've got a couple of things I just wanted to, to see if they overlap. So the first is, has maybe been either on tour or to gigs? She's not been to gigs. She's been, I'll say loosely on tour in that I've driven her up in the van a couple times like when we've done west coast stuff because she and zeus will sometimes stay at my partner's parents who live in the bay area so i'll drop them off so they get babysat for while i'm on tour or you know if both of me and my partner are going to be out of town and then um so she's been in the van but she's not really been on tour or like in a gig <laughs> okay has she yeah. been on record or video yes she actually has she's been she's appeared on many podcasts zoom kind of things like this she'll kind of jump in sometimes he was in a music video for my friend lou roy whose album i produced lou made a video where she's like walking a pack of dogs and maybe was in that oh, group nice. yeah she's she's barking on really two more records than she should be probably there's Is like a really? few that's awesome yeah i mean whether by choice or by accident i guess <laughs> like you know if we're tracking here sometimes it's not welcome but there's hotties music that i don't know if there's any out that have that has her barking but i think i have her moving around on some hotties tunes there's a band guppy i work with that has some maybe in zoos barking on the rec on an upcoming record there's an EP I mixed for Justin Courtney Pierre from Motion City Soundtrack, and okay. he asked me to throw some barking in. So I, I, I love it, it. the EP starts with her barking. So she's cool. definitely. I, I, love, <laughs> I love that it was requested to be on. Yeah, yeah, she's um, she has is a, a bit of a loud mouth, so I think that um, <laughs> when the opportunity comes, it's pretty easy to get her to bark. That's great. Now I know you've got a, a song. I want to keep your dog. And you described it, you, you share it with that first time, you know, the people that had that first time fling whose dog is much cuter than they are. Now, is that <laughs> from real experience, the inspiration to that song? I think it's, you know, it's loose, loosely real. Don't let truth get in the way of art, I guess. Yes, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think it, it, people come up to me all the time and say that they feel very seen by that song or they're very, you know, that it's relatable in that. They're, they've either been in a relationship where the, the pet went to the other person when it ended or or they've dated people that had cute pets and then they ended the relationship, but they missed the pet. And so That's funny. That's like in the pros and cons. It's like, well, the pros is they got a really great dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in the lyric, one you have one lyric that says, don't bring Iggy. Was Iggy mm. a dog? Was that a dog? Iggy is a, you know, a little a bit of like a a name swap okay 
to protect the identity of the dog. <laughs> okay, because I didn't know if that was the dog or the you know the wingman friend with you know whatever may be. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so names have been changed to protect the innocent. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next credential does maybe have groupies. Do oh, people, I think do maybe has. Do people know yeah. her? Your fans? Oh yeah, yeah. I think there's more fans of maybe than possibly me. I feel like a lot of people I I meet at shows are just like people that you know that are like friends of friends. Maybe we're like internet friends, and then we meet in person. I feel like the dog comes up right away, and <laughs> she's really expressive. She makes a lot of like very human like faces, and so I feel like. I've, there's a lot of good uh, content that I've put online, either just for friends or, um, you know, publicly where she is doing something that um, I, I've never seen a dog do before. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see that. I got to say one one request I have is your Instagram needs more maybe. I, I agree. I think I should I should put her up there more. There was a while where she was constantly on it. And then I was like, oh, I got to, you know, this is a band. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I put a lot of stuff, like basically, I feel like since I got her, you know, I have like a private, um, you know, friend Instagram and, and like that is pretty, has pretty much completely converted from anything going okay. on in my life to just pictures of her. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're, we're now privy to that, but I, I, I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to hear that she's, she's out there and shared often oh, amongst, yeah. amongst friends. Now, speaking of friends, um, I know a number of your collaborators have dogs. And I wonder if there's any, have you met these dogs? Has maybe met these dogs? But, you know, starting off, we have uh, Phoebe Bridgers. She's got Maxine, I believe, is the black pug. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, think you were, I um, think I saw a picture of you with with the pug. Yes. Yeah. Maxine goes on tour with Phoebe. So we did a run of shows with Boy Genius and, and Maxine. <laughs> Maxine was often around and she's just the sweetest little thing. I, I mean, I've met her. My dog um, doesn't usually meet other dogs that much. She's she. It, it takes a little bit of like um, intentional intro time for her, and then she's fine. But yeah, I've met Maxine. Great dog. <laughs> uh, Julian Baker has Beans, I believe. Yes, I feel like I maybe met Beans for like possibly just for a second. Like I was in Nashville hanging with Lucy actually and Lucy had just gone to visit Julian and and went to go pick up beans with Julian I think and and maybe help Julian move or something it was it was years ago I can't really remember what the whole situation was but I feel like I maybe met beans for a second but I do I've we've been sort of loosely planning actually a dog meet um because I think <laughs> beans and maybe are are similar in um their you know need for sort of like a, a true intro yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I get that's that's a perfect opportunity for uh, Instagram since you're two, you know, public <laughs> figures. Yeah. Uh, Sadie Dupuy, who was a guest on this show, she's got that lovely dog Lavender. Have you met Lavender? Oh yeah, oh yeah, many times. Sadie is a close, you know, a, a real, what really one of my best friends, and I know that that she's. I think she's been on the pod also, and um, yeah, Lav is just like one of the best dogs, and and such a weird little freak and and i've stayed at sadie's um house in philly for you know extended periods of time and i love that dog that's nice to hear yeah, yeah. um seemed like a great dog and then finally just in my notes you were at rancho de la luna 
and they've got Chuck Buster and Bertha Lou. Yes. Okay. So when I was there, it was before Chunk. Chunk, It was, it was like, I think um, David was maybe in between dogs when I was there. And then I don't know the other two, unless there's like another like neighbor who has these two big dogs that are like, that are in the yard a lot. So I was like running while I was up there in the mornings and I, I saw those dogs a bunch and they were really cute, but yeah, I, was, I haven't met Chunk yet, but I'm hoping I'll have a chance to get out there and, and work sometime soon because, um, I mean, Dave is the best, and I'm sure the dog is awesome. Yeah, it seems very cool out there. It's funny because he, he posted a picture of Chunk, and both you and Sadie were under one another in the comments, and it was Chunk! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. So it looked like you guys were old friends and were reunited you know, through social media. I feel like I know Chunk spiritually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I often ask if a dog is on brand. And a lot of times it comes from, I speak to a lot of heavy metal guys and they've got these tiny little, you know, little muffin dogs. Uh, in the context of you, you know, you've kind of given yourself the moniker of a tender punk. So I'm wondering is maybe a tender punk. Oh, definitely. Yeah. She's, she's tough, tough as nails on the outside. She was a street dog before she was rescued. And I mean, she's small in in person, but she, she has a very like imposing stature, even for a small dog, smaller dog. And, um, she's just so, so shy and gentle and such a teddy bear on the inside. And I think tries to, to be the boss. And then as soon as, as soon as you start petting her, you know, she's just kind of like, rolls on her back and it's game over nice now being a pit or you know a pit mix do, do people are people intimidated at all i know you said she's doesn't have really the stature of a 50 60 pound pit or bigger but do you yeah. find do you see any you know people kind of backing away or you know kind of misjudging yeah you know i don't get that a lot with her i think more like what i've heard more is like that she appears bigger in photos like i feel like a lot of people who've seen a picture of her think that she's kind of a big scary dog and then when they meet her she's they're like oh she's so small and cute and so so mainly I think it's just like before people have met her they've sort of imagined her being a much scarier looking dog in person I feel like she I mean she looks like a she looks like a brown like you ask like an eight-year-old to draw a dog like that's what she looks like so she's pretty unassuming in person yeah, no, she, it's funny looking at her at first, she is a quintessential dog. So I was like, what is, you know, what <laughs> yeah. is the breed here? It's like, yeah, it's almost like the encyclopedia definition of a dog. Exactly. Yeah. Just like little floppy brown dog. I did the dog DNA thing, you know, and it, it came up with a lot of pit and then pretty much every other breed of dog was like the other half, you know? So, yeah. Did she yeah. get super mutt? I see on the on well, those DNA, it's usually at the end is super mutt, which I guess assume is just like 1% of 10 different things. Yeah, I think, yeah, she had super mutt, but she truly had ever. I mean, it was obvious that, you know, they didn't have to throw super mutt in there. It was like leopard, husky, lab, poodle, dachshund, like, you know, chow, all, all of the dogs that you could possibly have in yeah. one dog. And you mentioned earlier, do you, do you know anything about her history? She was just found, she was found, she was brought in as a stray found on the street. Yeah, there's a rescue in, um, that's like serves the, sort of like 
East LA County, like Pomona and Chino Hills and stuff that they, I think have, I think that they have like a partnership with a vet in Baja, California and Mexico. And Mm -hmm. so that vet does a lot of like trap and release of street dogs and and they have, you, you know, there's so many stray dogs down there that they'll just pick them up, fix them and then throw them back. And I think that they end up sort of having like a, a percentage that they feel are like suited, I guess, for maybe um, having a home and, and they'll send them to this rescue. So like the rescue is essentially like half street dogs from Mexico. And then they also rescue dogs from like the like Kentucky and like Tennessee right. area. There's like a whole thing about you know, if a, they train all these hounds for hunting and if the hounds aren't trainable, then they just release them into the forest. And yeah. so this rescue is sort of stepping in and being like, that's not really like an appropriate way to release dogs. And, and they try and um, take in as many of those dogs as they can. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah. That's a good organization. Yeah. Now, maybe, yeah. I really like them. Does maybe serve as an emotional support dog in any way, shape or form? Oh, yeah. I think all dogs do, you know, like, I think that there's obviously like a certified type of dog in that world. But I mean, I work from home most of the time and to have a a dog to snuggle on a break is is really special. (laughs) Yes, I'm very familiar with the dog break where you get down Mm -hmm. and curl up on their bed and hang out and take a take a breather. Totally. And then it's like, you know, if I spend 10 or 20 minutes petting her, then I have to spend 10 or 20 minutes petting Zeus. And then, you know, <laughs> then it's an hour has gone by. So it's, it's a, it's a welcome distraction. That's great. I don't mean to, I don't mean to ignore Zeus. What, what can you tell me about Zeus? What's his, is it a girl or a boy? He's a boy. I mean, He's boy, a jock. Boy name. He's a jock. Yeah. He very, like loves to chase balls and very active. Yeah. Or? Obsessed with toys, obsessed with fetch. Well, I mean, you could, it's sort of like you could throw a ball till your arm falls off and he'll <laughs> still be playing. And he's, I feel like he's like, his like human counterpart is like Zac Efron or something in High School <laughs> Musical. Like he's just like all American, like sports guy, you know, he's so, he's very likable and he's very sweet. And he's, he's, you know, he basically has been, my partner's dog for almost a decade and has seen sort of the best and worst in, in the way that like a dog that you've had for that long yeah has seen and it's very sweet he's a good dog that's sweet yeah. now do you have a a go-to story for maybe whether it's any drama or comedy is there anything that comes to mind when they're when you're when you're talking dogs i guess with somebody else <laughs> i mean i feel like i have so many stories I mean, mainly, I just feel like she has very, like I said, just like so expressive and like has these deep eyes and like something, something non-dog is in there, you know, (laughs) I I feel sometimes. And I mainly just, um, I I feel like she just is so like on... I mean, maybe it's probably just me like projecting, but when things happen, I I feel like it's almost like the office, like Jim Halpert looking at the camera moment. Like, like that's very her thing. Like if something crazy happens, I feel like I look at her and she's looking at me and we're like, (laughs) you know, so that's that's mainly like 
the where the source of stories come from i guess with her is his her sort of like reactions to everyday things where i'm like you're do- like you shouldn't care about whatever's happening you know yeah does she get separation anxiety like if you're packing a bag does she know what's going on she definitely knows what's going on she gets excited i think because she thinks she's coming um <laughs> and so it's kind of like and and then you know with the two of them zeus like they just as their their energy just like one-ups each other and until they're like kind of worked into a frenzy and she, but she but when we leave like if if they're both home alone i have like a little doggy spy cam and they essentially are completely deactivated when no one's home they just lay on that's the good i gotta get one of those it's <laughs> funny i'd love to see like like that's it no we don't you know it's funny yeah it's not much is going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well i wind down the show with five questions i call the zoomies because they're mm. supposed to be quick but we'll see the first one is do you kiss maybe on the mouth um i don't i think i have but i don't i think i try not to you don't you don't seek it out when you show affection no i think i more have gotten slimed in reverse you know she'll kiss me and i'll be like i try to kiss her on the head (laughs) okay question two um if maybe had a theme song what would it be does she have walk up Mm. music to the plate or red carpet music or Ooh, that's a good one if you I'm took her to say, the Grammys, what would they play if she walked in? She's, uh, I'm going to say goodies. My goodies. I think it's a Sierra song. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Your dog hasn't toured with you, but if she did, what would she insist be on the tour rider? Ooh. Um, whimsies. Do you know whimsies? I don't. They're like these, they're like little, like, they're like more sturdy than like a treat, but they're like kind of like a, you know, they, they can eat them in like five minutes. They're like okay. chewy, like teeth treats. Um, an electric blanket, a heated blanket. Oh, really? She, that, that's been the winter. Um, does she sleep on top item. of it or does she, will she get under? Both. She'll okay. do both. Um, but she's a chilly girl. When it drops below 65 in LA, she's like immediately depressed. Do you guys share <laughs> the same trait? Uh, I... I actually like when it's a little cool, but, but my threshold is, is weak. Like, I don't, I don't think I could, I, I, I know that I could not permanently live in a place that gets much colder than LA does at its coldest, you know? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Question four is, do you use a dog voice to speak to her? Or in addition, do you give her a dog voice? Is there a voice that you personify her with? <laughs> Um, I speak to her in like a mostly regular voice, I think. Okay. Maybe a little bit more animated. Um, like in the way you'd speak to like, like a five-year-old, you know, like I don't want to, I'm not trying to undermine her intelligence, but I also feel like I need to pep it up a little. Her voice, um, you know, sort of has shifted, I guess, over time, but she's, I don't, I don't really know. I think that. I sort of like imagine her as like a like a t- television version of like a cartel guy is her voice to me. Like, <laughs> like she's a, like like a really Mexican sweet. drug cartel. <laughs> yeah, like she's very sweet, but she's also like she's like I love you guys, but one day I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> There's that tender punk uh, coming to uh, the surface. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last but not least, is there a dog organization or service you'd like to shine a spotlight on? 
You know, just like local SPCAs everywhere, I think, is the main spot that I would shine a light on. I know there's um, some really good ones in L.A. And I would just say if to people who don't have a dog or do have a dog and want another dog um, or want to volunteer, the SPCA is great. And they're always looking for fosters. They're obviously always looking for people willing to adopt. And um, it was really special during the pandemic that for the first time, I think the Los Angeles SPCAs at least were near empty. Yeah. And it's just because a dog's at the pound um, doesn't mean something's wrong with it. And I, you know, I rescued maybe um, from a rescue organization and I think that there's a lot to be said about uh, taking a chance on on a dog that um, hasn't had the luxury of living in a home or or hasn't you know was given back. That doesn't always mean that it's the dog's fault. Yeah, so, no, for know. sure. Yeah. Amen to that. They'll acclimate given the chance. Yeah, exactly. Well. I have to say congratulations. I don't know why I'm so excited, but it just seems very <laughs> cool that you're up for three Grammys. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have, do you. you have big plans for that week? Do you have the, the parties and the press and the events all planned out? It's all get, sort of um, getting put together right now, I think, but I'm planning on going. I'm really excited for Boy Genius. I'm really proud of them. I think that this whole album campaign for them has been leading up to this moment, kind of, and, and, and they delivered and they got the, the recognition that the album deserves. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go be a part of it and uh, hopefully see the boys bring home some Grammys. Yes, yes. Well, good luck. I, I definitely have my money on Not Strong Enough. I, I can't tell <laughs> you how too. many times I hear that song. And every time I hear it, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. So it just shows what a indelible melody that is and just the complexities to it like every time you listen to it it's like there's something you can discover so it's just a sign of a really great song so yeah uh, yeah you know best of luck um and also little bird told me that uh you might have a follow-up to let me do one more in the works yeah you know i think i'm always working on music when a record comes out that doesn't mean it's the most recent music of an artist's um discography and this one's taken me some time to sort of sort through. And I, I started with a large pool of songs and was whittling it down from there. So I'm getting close and I'm really excited to put out more music. It's that's the best part, you know? Yeah. Well, every, everybody wants it and everybody's waiting for it. Um, I, I do want to ask, you know, all this um, adulation with the, with the Grammys, is it kind of, obviously it's going to probably make your phone ring a lot more, but has it changed kind of, what you saw at 2024, what you wanted it to be six months ago versus what it's probably going to be going into it? Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think it's, it's a huge, it's huge. And it, it's, it certainly makes me, you know, I, I'm sort of wondering also, I guess how it's going to shape up, shape up. But I do think that that sort of recognition is an important touchstone to someone who, um, is making a career out of music. And so I hope I can keep doing this forever. And if <laughs> having a couple Grammys as an engineer and producer is um, part of the picture, then, then that's, that's cool. If that yes. brings people my way. 
Well, again, best of luck, and thank you for giving me your time to take me through your dogs. I know it's a very exciting time for you right now, and here I am thank pulling you. you aside and be like, let's talk about your dogs for 30 minutes. I so, love it. I'll talk about my dogs any, anytime. Thanks uh, thanks again, and uh, best of luck, and we'll be watching uh, come, when is it, February 4th? Yes. All cool. right. Thank you. Okay, thanks. <laughs>